This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from ilikehugh.com. If you can, give us a follow or a subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at ilikehugh.com. Now, let's get started. Well, it gives me great pleasure to introduce this next very special guest. And let's just say he has found a silver lining in all of this pandemic. Oh my goodness, Lori Fisher, it is so great to see you, my friend. You have, well, you have, you know, worn so many hats as a businessman, as a stage personality, and now you are a star of the pen. So congratulations on your very first book. You're an author. And of all things, poetry, yes. poetry of the pandemic. All right, Lori. Okay, this one tops everything that you've done. <laughs> it's very different for me, but it, it has kept my sanity throughout these past nine months. Oh, my goodness. All right, so how did this all begin? And it, it does have a very personal, I guess, attachment to you, this project. Absolutely. Um, I guess on March 13th, uh, Kathy and I were snowbirds and we were in Florida and we went into complete shutdown just mm -hmm. as happened here and I was doing a show I was in a show and on opening day we would open that night everything shut down the show was cancelled it was done so we went from 110 miles an hour to zero in one day and within about a week I thought I'm going to go insane this is there was no remember there was no sports there was nothing on TV except you know, the 2010 Great Cup or whatever it happened yeah. to be oh, come down on. there. come on, the 2019 <laughs> so, Great Cup. <laughs> <clears throat> now, the 20, 2019 would have been worthwhile. Yeah. So back when I was in university many, many, many years ago in the early 70s, I used to write poetry. And I was looking around me, and there were a lot of people that were really struggling. I was in, you know, there were a lot of seniors around, and they were scared, they were frightened, they were confused. And just day by day, I started to write and I started to post it on Facebook and the reaction was incredible. You know, people would write, oh, you're helping me. This is what I need. I read your poetry every day. And then people started saying, you know, why don't you why don't you publish this? And at that time, I only had 10 or 20 pieces. And what happened basically was I talked to my daughter, Pamela Ross, who is in the media and who is a publicist. And she, as a project, agreed to help me to be my editor. And so very quickly, uh, over time, we got up to 50, 60, then about 80 or 90 poems. And literally, we uh, we contacted uh, Friesen Press, and uh, it was about an eight-month project. We put it together. But I really, what I was really trying to do was to sort of motivate people, to inspire them, to say, hey, we're going to get through this. There, there is a future. And it's really the same philosophy that I've taken on uh, with my life. I was diagnosed with cancer two and a half years ago. 
And when I was diagnosed, uh, the first words out of my mouth were, it is what it is, one step at a time, one day at a time. And that really applies to the pandemic as well. You know, there's nothing we can do to change it. And a lot of that came through in the poetry, so it was helping people. And uh, I decided, look, I, I don't want to do this for me. I want to do this for a group of people that from the minute I was diagnosed with my stage four prostate cancer, uh, the Neverlone Cancer Foundation has been by my side, by my family's side. They help so many people throughout Manitoba, as I call fellow cancer warriors now. And I always used to sponsor them. And, you know, as a businessman, as you said, I would, you know, sponsor, be there, support them. And then suddenly I was on the inside looking out and it was a whole different perspective. And Lyle Bauer and I have become very good friends through this yeah through this journey and he's a great man and what he's done with this organization and Michael Schieffer, who's the executive director, literally, they're just, they are incredible with what they do with uh, the good, the bad and the ugly of this disease. And uh, so I decided that all net proceeds from the book are going to go to the Neverland Cancer Foundation. And the timing on our publication has been great with mm -hmm. Christmas coming up. And that's how it all began, sitting at home, watching the nature go by outside, thinking about my family, thinking about the battle I was fighting. You know, that, those are the cornerstones uh, to what this is all about. And of course, the pandemic, how people were reacting to it. And so they're my thoughts on, you know, how can we make this better? It's a bad situation, but, you know, kind of the half full cup of tea type thing. Like, let's make it a half full cup. We're all living this together and uh, let's make it work. Oh, wow. I wanted to ask you, Lori, I mean, you told us the premise of this whole project and what it means. For you personally, um, battling cancer, the unpredictability, the, uh, the uncertainty of the pandemic, how has all of this kind of affected you? Um, probably a lot of positivity, but then also the negative side of it. Well, I, I try not to, you know, again, I, I live that very simple philosophy. It is what it is, one step at a time, one day at a time. And part of that is not looking too far down the road, mm -hmm. because being retired now, it's not like I have to plan a business meeting two months from now. Um, I think too many people who are battling an illness uh, really look too far ahead. Oh, my God, am I going to die? What am I going to do? And kind of live for the moment, you know, accept the fact that, that you have a disease. And there's a lot of similarities between my internal battle, the mm -hmm. cancer, and the external battle, the pandemic. And in fact, one of my, my poems is titled The Enemy Within, The Enemy Without. And it really compares uh, what people are going through with the pandemic and uh, to the battle cancer, uh, the, the cancer battle. But it's not just a matter of fighting cancer because there's a lot of depression, there's a lot of mental mm -hmm. illness. And to me, there's not a big difference between a physical illness or a mental illness. They both need to be fought. They both need to be, they're battles. And so there were, and you're right, a lot of things that were going in the outside world around, I could have turned negative. I could have said, oh, this is awful. I'm home. We've canceled the show where, you know, we've got to try and get home. And there's, there were so many things that could have gone negative, but and I will tell you <clears throat> that it was an absolute godsend. We have two little puppies, one that I've had for eight years and a uh, rescue that we've had about a year now. He's about two years old. And I don't know what we would have done without the puppies because they don't know there's a pandemic. They just <laughs> live their lives and, and they give so much love. And I think that that has really helped both Kathy and I 
And of course, it's inspired a lot of the writing. You you look at how they live their lives, and and uh, there's a lot we can learn from them. But <clears throat> but as I say, the um, it is a battle. Mm. Uh, you know, anybody that, that has cancer, you don't know what's around the corner. And it's no good trying to predict what's around the corner because it could change. Now, I'm very lucky. Uh, you know, I've been able thus far, touch wood, touch wood, uh, <laughs> to, to avoid chemotherapy. Uh, I had a radiation oncologist in the beginning, but as things got well uh, under control, and I was told from the very beginning, there are certain things you have to do, the medications, the injections, that type of thing. But my disease, uh, unfortunately, was too far. It is not curable, but it is controllable. And I latched on to that. I said, okay, well, let's control this thing and not have it spread further. And I've been very lucky because with the meds, with the exercise, with the weight loss, with all the things they told me to do, I've been able to avoid chemotherapy because sometimes the, the cure is worse than the disease itself. And I've witnessed that with so many of my friends who are fighting the battle. And... Uh, so I, I term myself one of the lucky ones. So, you know, I'm lucky to have cancer, but very lucky with the fact it's being treated. And, and I look at people. My good friend Jerry Mislowski is a very oh, good example. Yeah. You know, I mean, nobody. He wasn't diagnosed for the longest period of time. The same with mm -hmm. my brother-in-law. They didn't find it, and then literally within days or weeks, they were gone, and it was just too late. So, I have to be positive. You know, I, I've got it, but at least I can do something about it. Oh, you always look at the positive. And hey, I could not imagine you losing that beautiful silver fox hair. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, I mean, well, oh my goodness. Uh, you, you do look, you know, uh, unfortunately you do. You, you look like a picture of health. And, you know, all of our love and all of our prayers are with you, Lori, too. But um, you always just exude such brightness and such a, such a warmth. Um, that will that will never go away never go away and uh, well, i just want to i, I, I want like to ask yeah. <laughs> well you know what we're coming to the close of 2020 and oh, hopefully it's a year that we can all forget but for you lori what do you look most forward to in 2021 really easy answer here <laughs> i look forward to i look forward to hugs i really <laughs> really miss the, the connection between people and and a lot of my writing is about that that mm -hmm. you know these are the things we're missing but this is the future we have look, to look forward to so 2021 if i can give you a hug tracy i will be the happiest person in the world because yeah <laughs> i mean right now it's 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 virtual but i think just the close contact with people and, and you've known this for years i'm a, I'm a people person that comes through in my writing and mm -hmm. One of the nicest things Freeze and Press said about my book uh, when they read it was, this is a friend to people. It's to, to help them, inspire them, to help them, uh, you know, get through these times. But part of the reason for writing the book also, besides the fundraising, is I really believe that five or 10 or 15 years from now, we're going to look back on this, just like we're going to look back on the Trump presidency and go, wow, wasn't that a roller coaster ride? And we're going to be able to look back. We'll never forget it. But through my writing, people will be able to recall it. And for my children, and my, well, my children are living it, but my grandchildren will be able to look at some of the poetry and say, you know, what was it like, Grandpa? Well, you know, and, and, you know, whoever thought that we, being as active as we all are, would be locked away for nine months and longer. And I mean, we don't know when it's going to end. So 
I have full faith that by 2021, sometime later in the year, they're going to find a vaccine. I think, though, that it's going to be a new normal that we go back to. And I, I write a lot about that as well, that there are a lot of changes in our lives that will be permanent. Uh, you know, and, and I think there's going to be a, a cautious approach among people, not the friends. The friends will always be there. But I think there'll be a, a real caution towards strangers now and, and what we've been through. And I, I think that's a shame because I think that our society in general, uh, you know, has changed. And I think it's probably changed forever. Oh, yes. Uh, sadly, I think that you're probably right, Laurie. Before we wrap up, though, hey, where can we get the book? Yes. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate you saying that. <clears throat> it's very, very easy. Uh, to get the book, you go to the Never Alone Cancer Foundation website. It's nacf.ca. Mm -hmm. That's nacf.ca. Uh, and basically, they put, they've high-profiled the book. Uh, you can click on, click on it. You can buy the book right there. Uh, it's $25 plus, plus shipping. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Never Alone Cancer Foundation is being wonderful. They're helping me. They're distributing it. We're working. And in fact, I would tell people... React quickly because in the first three weeks, uh, we've actually almost sold 300 of the 500 books. It is wow. a limited edition, so <laughs> things are going really well. And now the next question I usually get is, well, are you still writing? And yes, I am. I actually have a new collection that right now the working title is Cottage Life Musings. And uh, more towards, you know, uh, nature and, and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But still the pandemic is in there because it goes on. But uh, we'll see what happens in the future. We One book at a time type thing. But it's been very exciting. But they can go to the Neverland Cancer Foundation website and buy the book right there. Great, oh. great cri uh, Christmas gift. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Always. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Well, you know what? You, Lori, and your family stay safe and healthy. And we will see you, I'm sure, at the beginning of 2021 with your new book. So, so great and to, to see all you, my of friend. You, and to, to you and Kevin and your gang, you know, hugs for the holidays. I mean, they have to be virtual now, but please extend my love and my hugs to all of them. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. For listening. This has been a production of iLikeQ.com, podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on blasttheradio.com, Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's blasttheradio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. 
Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.